Welcome to Nerdables episode 162. This week we are talking Pokemon. Pokemon. <laughs> Amelia Clark trading and riding a dragon for the Falcon. And Deadpool Pokemon. 2 gets a director. We got that and much, much more. Let the nerds take over. Us? Huh? I'm Ari Rain. Joining me is Chris, Sebastian, Mikey, and Ethan. Welcome, gentlemen. This is our first caller. We're not a call-in show. <laughs> <laughs> Which and is it, because we're not a call-in show. <laughs> it's weird. All of a sudden, our phone started ringing. How'd they get our number? So, Sebastian. I gave it to everybody. Sorry. <laughs> Just wanted to let you guys know. You're Instagramming <laughs> our numbers? Yeah. So, Sebastian, tell us about Pokemon Sun and Moon. Pokemon Sun and Moon broke uh, the 3DS sales record, or launch day sales record, with 10 million units sold in the first 24 hours, so Friday to Saturday. They released the number Saturday afternoon, so really for that first day, 10 million. So did they do more than Pokemon Go? Um, No, not really, but Pokemon Go is free, but they also had a giant crash after like three months. Pokemon Go. Yeah. The, yeah. The, they had a huge crash in the user base. But uh, for the Nintendo 3DS, that's the, the highest sales day record for any game. But uh, the traditional Pokemon games have had, I think, some of the highest. They, they're they totaling out around 274 million copies worldwide for the entire game series. I was kind of surprised by how many people at work were super excited to go like at midnight and get... Sun and Moon, I just kind of look like a geezer and go, that's still a thing. Yeah, you can still go get them Pokemon at midnight. What? It, it, it's, it's weird because for me, I've just moved to just everything digital. So for me, it was just like, oh, the game's out. Pay. And the game downloaded to my 3DS. And I didn't have to leave my house because I'm lazy. And it's, you know, whatever. You're the death of retail stores. Well, I'm sure, I'm sure they did that as well. But just in terms of the number of people that were super excited to make sure that they had it on their 3DS by... 1201 and sure, start sure. playing and, it was and actually, I guess there were like some parties and stuff where you could go and you, you, you still do the thing where you have like friend codes and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, right? that's, that's all still in there. I bet it's also one of those things like I have a 64 gigabyte SD card in my 3DS. I don't need cartridges. I can download almost as many games as I want. Sebastian is better than all of us. <laughs> so and it only cost out. $19 more <laughs> to go and get a 64 gigabyte micro SD card. So you too can be like me, dear listener, and carry every single game you'd ever want on the Nintendo 3DS. Only 64? I mean, you can get a 128 now. I think it caps up at 64. At for least the micro ones, yeah. For the micro. Oh, the, well, the, not, the, the, not, not, not so much that, uh, that the cap for the micro SD, but the actual system cap for what it can take oh, okay. is a 64 max. Yeah. Hmm. So... I can download as many games as uh, any game that I would need and it'd just be all on the SD card. So for me, it's like, I don't want to carry 10, 20 cartridges if I go anywhere. No, it's just all seems, I don't like changing. You're missing the, the point. I don't like changing the Blu-ray move, the Blu-ray games out in my Xbox either. Like, no, just download all the games to my Xbox. Why would I have to get up? to? So you have an SD card that's like A through F and then. No, no, it's 64 gigabytes. I mean, I think the sun and moon total was Maybe like a gig and a half. It's just is it the game saves or is it the whole game? That's the whole game. The whole game is downloaded to my micro SD card. And mm. if something ever happens to my 3DS, I can just take the micro SD card out and put it in a new 3DS huh. and have everything back. But what happens if something happens to your micro SD card? Then I cry, but then I go, oh, well, I guess I just have to do it all over again. <laughs> uh, 
oh no, I have to play the game that I like all over again, <laughs> you say? Ethan doesn't do that. It took him three years to play The Last of Us, and he couldn't stop talking about that for three years. Especially with uh, game. You guys talked about that for the last three years, saying how much I love the game. I don't remember myself actually talking about that for three it. years. Which game? <laughs> the Last of Us. Every time we talk about how our There was game. one comment I made that I liked the game. Last of Us? And they said, have you played it? And I said, no. No, it was... And that e- was the last thing I said. The E3 three com- years the gone e- by. The E3 coverage one that we did, that was the game that he mentioned that he was excited about. And then when it came out, we bugged him about playing it, and he said no. And so it became a running joke of, hey, have you played Last of Us yet since you were so excited about it? You know, it would be like me. It's like, oh, you were so excited about going to see Rogue One. Did you see it? Nope. All you did was talk about Rogue One, how great exactly. it was. Did you see it? Well, I didn't even do that. That's the difference. <laughs> I'm the one on the show that's like, ah, I'm, I think so, but I don't know. <laughs> it might be, it could be, it might not be. It should be, but maybe. Everything about it looks good stuff so far still. So, <clears throat> what makes Pokemon, Pokemon. Uh, Sun and Moon different than the other ones? There's a sun and a moon. It, on yeah, the, uh, the big did thing they, is... By the way, <laughs> did they run out of colors? Because it used no, to be gold, to, red, well, blue. Well, I think they, they tend to just do two. They just do two colors. Uh, red and blue will always be the base motif in the United difference States. difference about this one is you don't have to catch them all. I don't think you ever had to before, either. It's nice, though. You get a nice little in-game <laughs> certificate if you do. What well, tells you you got to catch them oh, all. Well, that's a TV show. TV show. So oh, so in the TV show. The TV show gotta Oh, the, it's in the theme song. It's in the theme song for the show. But they are very different things. The characters in the game. Isn't it on the cards, too? Sure. I don't no. remember. No? Yeah. This is the general slogan. I thought it was like, even on Pokemon Go, it said, gotta catch yeah, them all or something. That's the whole point of that game, though. Uh, it's, it's Such <laughs> derision in that statement. That's the whole point of that game. That's all, that's all yeah, because, you know, it's, uh, you know, you gotta play real Pokemon game, quote unquote. Real Pokemon game. No, I think the big thing that makes it different than the previous ones is that the story is more front facing than the previous ones. All the previous games, there is a story. But uh, exploration is at the forefront, and then you engage in the story sort of as you progress, but it's more of a side thing. This one, the story is front-loaded at you, and they're more direct about, uh, about okay, so you want to go talk to this person, and then this person is actually going to engage in a story with you, and they have cutscenes for the story mode. So that's the biggest change more than anything else. Are you Ash? No, Ash is only a TV show character. Uh, in the, I thought you were gonna say died. In the, forgot to hold. Again, no, no. In he the, was in the original, wasn't he? Yeah, the well, very first Pokemon game. No, the Ash. very first Pokemon game. The trainer is Trainer Red. In the manga and the anime, uh, Satoshi and Ash are the main character for the mm-hmm. television show and and the uh, like the adventures uh, comics and stuff like that. Whatever happened to Daisy or whatever her name was? Misty. 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 <laughs> she is the gym leader in the games, but again, that's the the TV show is vastly different from the games. So there's not really a parallel there. They're not part of any sort of adventure with you. They're just gym leaders that you face. And then that is the end of you having anything to do with them. But for a show, you need actually a story to continue on forward. Uh, More than anything else, that's the largest difference is that. But isn't that, isn't the show what caused everybody to all of a sudden fall in love with Pikachu? And that's the only character they want to use. I would say so. The, the show in and of itself, has its own following, and then there's the games. Which so do you still also... in the new? And ones... the games came out first, right. uh, or at least in Japan, the games came out first. That was the 
the the big part of it. So are they all new Pokemon in this, or is it... Every the... game always has a mix. There are new Pokemon, but then they bring previous generations Pokemon back. Uh, this is Generation 7, so the count is now in the 800s for 800 total Pokemon, but that's not the total count in the game. But what you can do, like I have uh, Alpha Sapphire, what I do is uh, in January they're doing a big update that allow you to transfer your Pokemon from uh, X and Y and Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire to Sun and Moon. So I'll be able to fill out the Pokedex more and just like, hey, I have my Charizard for my previous game, I'm just going to transfer it over because Charmander is not a Pokemon you can catch in this. But come January... Any Pokemon that you have saved, still you can just move on over. And they'll so and they'll keep all their experience power. Yeah, and yeah, they don't reset; they just transfer over. Which is why I think to sort of fight a lot of overpoweredness right at the beginning, they're giving that little time frame. Like January, the update comes, you can then use uh, the previous games and transfer them over. Versus like, yeah, the last thing you want is like two days in, somebody's got their level hundred Charizard or uh, one of their legendaries, and they're just sw- just smashing people <laughs> in online battles. Yeah, Ethan, you used to be a big Pokemon collector, sort of, thing, whatever they are. Okay. Weren't you? You had the cards and everything, yeah, I don't right? Know, I, don't I had some cards, yes. Uh, yeah. I played the, the original Game Boy games, like the blue, red, and yellow. But after that, but I But you haven't... don't play anymore? I haven't played after that. I was one of the select few who haven't downloaded Pokemon Go as of now. I don't think anyone here except for Sebastian. I got I got it pretty quick. So I have it because of Arabella and now yeah, yeah, sure. the only time we really play it now is when we're at Disneyland because there's so many sure, people. Sure, because yeah, there's a lot of people there and there's like I we were there because that's what I go to Disneyland for to play <laughs> on my phone. With other people well, there instead of like in line. No, it's usually what there's I do when so I stand in line though. is I have someone with me. And I talk to that person, engage <laughs> that person in conversation. Talk, talk, God, talk? you're so old. Yeah. What, what, yeah. Is, what is talking to another person? Yeah, I hope know. we would know, or else what? this podcast is going to be really weird. It's going to be the Mikey and Ethan the Mikey show. <laughs> um, no, what's the uh, Pokemon that looks like it's a uh, pterosaur? That, you know, the, Aerodactyl. Uh, yeah, I got one of those at uh, Disneyland. Nice, nice. Uh, Disneyland is a pretty good place because of the high concentration of people to get uh, Pokemon for Pokemon Go. But otherwise, that game like ran it. I'm, I actually was surprised that it ran its course far qu- quicker than I ever thought it would. Because for me, I was like, okay, I got kind of bored. Because no, like the, the like in at least in the DS game, there's battling other players, right. there's battling the in-game NPCs, and there is a wide range of Pokemon that you can get. You can trade with people. Pokemon Go is just whatever you got, you're stuck with. If you, you get three. If you live in the middle of Kansas, yeah. you've got two or three Pokemon you can catch, and you're done. That's yeah. it. And the fact that, like, oh, there's no legendaries in Pokemon Go, there's no Mew or Mewtwo, uh-huh. uh, although rumor has it they're going to introduce Gen 2 in December. Well, they did a Halloween thing. But... And they did a hell again, but it's all Pokemon that, you know, yeah. depending on where you lived, may be more rare or not rare at all. The only reason we ended up playing it was because when we're getting ready to go to Comic-Con, you know, Arabella was playing it on her iPad, which has no Wi-Fi. Sure, sure. So she, I mean, it has no cellular, so she's stuck playing it on Wi-Fi. Yeah. So it was like, well, if we're going around the convention, I'll let her, you know, use the phone or something. It keeps her occupied sometimes, and there, she ended up getting a lot of them, and then she's like, Daddy, here, you know, so I ended up collecting them, and so, yeah, it's between the two of us. Yeah, not for me, I prefer the card game. Uh, myself, I think that's 
It's, it's a different dynamic, and again, the card game. But how different are Pokemon Go, the card game, and then the the, the card game is, DS games? Is if you know anything about like Yu Gi Oh or Magic, it's deck building uh, with very specific limits. You can have uh, you know you you have to sort of build a team with synergy, and the DS games work in that same way. You have to build a team, and they have to you know like you have to sort of be able to balance each other's weaknesses and their strengths out. But Pokemon Go is you you walk, you catch. You walk and you catch, and if you want to take the gyms, that's how you get the in-game money. Yeah. Unless, you know, if you don't want to pay for, you know, if you don't want to give them money yourself by giving them your credit card information. But even with, if you're just as a casual player that's just going around trying to collect them. Sure, sure. If you hit some place that there's a lot of pokey stops, then yeah. you're going to be able to get Yeah, whatever you po- want for yeah. free. Matter, matter of fact, I mean, we've had our we barely played the thing, and our bag is always full every yeah, time yeah. we go. So yeah, well, we also have the luxury of living in Southern California and Los Angeles, where there's lots of landmarks, and, right. and stuff like that. Versus, lots I'm sure, land, if you go land. on Reddit, you can see the salt from people in the Midwest or in. Uh, yeah, but those people don't count. Yeah, <laughs> the last election <laughs> proved that. So, anyways, on um, for Pokemon. There's, there are people that are just into the TV show, sure, just into sure. the into the comic book mag. Yeah, I don't. I like for me the manga, the anime. I have zero interest in generally. Like sometimes it's like something like I'll leave it up on. Uh, like they have their own app, but they have like a. I think uh, Disney XD is going to be carrying Pokemon now, and I usually have Pokemon. that channel on sometimes. So if it's just going to play on the background, I'm not gonna. Right. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna change the channel. But for me, the card game I like, but I also like the community aspect. You actually have to engage with players, or you could play the online version of it. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's also you know it's that you know that sort of strategy where you have to like build a deck and complement your Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And but it, now the game, the the DS games and the card game are completely they're vastly, different. They're, they're vastly different because uh, in the game you have to the card game you have to use energies and build up energies before you can use attacks and stuff like that and it's a, it's it's very very different it doesn't play at all the same way i think they're just different dynamics yeah if you think exactly. about it because the, the video game itself has like a story behind it and all that stuff right. whereas the card game is it's literally just, just a, a card game a deck building card game versus yeah the, the end game is the pokemon game actually has a story behind it and with the connectivity, you can battle people mm-hmm. more easily. Now, the story, is it just like a regular story mode, or is it just like, um, like for the game, you have, is it a linear game where you have a beginning to an end? There, the, the game, the, the story of the Pokemon games is always linear. There is a, like, there's point A to point B, story mode's finished, but post-story mode, you can continue to catch Pokemon, you can continue to train them, you can continue to battle them. There is no restrictions. So there is a replayability with Yeah, it. you can always just, just go back. Uh, the uh, Nintendo and Pokemon are always very good about doing uh, events very regularly for mm-hmm. Pokemon from old games that, uh, while you may not be able to catch them in-game, but, like, hey, this month we're actually going to be giving away this legendary Pokemon from, let's just say, like, Pokemon Black and White that you haven't been able to get since the original game. Here you go. Here's uh, here's the code. Or go to the mystery gift in the menu, and it'll download for you. Boom, you got it. Or they'll have, like, hey, visit Toys R Us's, and you can get this rare Pokemon or a special version of it. They've been doing for the 20th anniversary, like, once a month, you can go to GameStop or just go to the Mystery Gift section. It's like, hey, here's a free Pokemon. 
that you can't catch in the game that that you currently have, which is really cool. They keep people engaged. But do you have in the game you have the story mode? You have just a random go around catch them. Yeah. But you also have like a online, you know, like a multiplayer. Yeah, battling there's the mode. battling. There's trading. You know, because that's sort of the big thing is connectivity is the the biggest aspect of the game where it's like, hey, I've got Pokemon. You know, and some of them, like, the, there is there is a larger science behind the game. Like, if you really want to get super competitive, you can breed Pokemon to get the perfect uh, EVs and IVs. Uh, mm. EVs are uh, basically like, uh, like the way that Pokemon sort of can be trained, and IVs are like, there's an algorithm for base stats, and there's a mathematical equation you can use to determine whether or not your Pokemon is, like, a top-tier and the game randomly generates them. So there are people who spend a really long time, like, I want my competitive team, and I'm going to spend months to read the perfect Pokemon team so I can... So what you're telling the kids is stay in school and go stay learn in school, math. Learn the math, and you too can Catch uh, them all. be very, very confused and scared. <laughs> but no, that, but that's sort of the, the really cool thing about the games in general. There's a very Did you just tell aspect. kids that staying in school makes them scared? <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> math is scary. Or at least it scares me. Two plus two is four. No! <laughs> math is scary. Um, well, the good thing, like, Nintendo's always had a, a great way of playability with their games. So, you know, it's never been just, you know, like, play it and you're done and then that's it. You know, they've always had replay value in a lot of their games. Yeah, uh, and that's the thing is it's they have if you just want to play the game and you want to catch the Pokemon, mm-hmm. beat the story mode and just battle with friends, you are that perfectly and, like, capable connecting of doing people, it. Yeah. Connecting people because even like the original games, I remember you had to buy a little cord for your Game Boys so that way you guys can go to the same place in the game and then you plug in your Game Boys together and that way you can trade Pokemon a that cord? way. Cord? Yeah, yeah, the link cable. It's like yeah, a little you had to use a cord. There you go, that's yeah. the uh, you can't see this, but please look up the equation for determining Pokemon EV and IVs in the game. Good lord! Uh, and again, but that's the aspect for Holy if, somebody, crap. if somebody wants to be super competitive, and they have they have websites that you can just fill in the information and it'll do the math for. I you. don't like math. I don't. Yeah, math is scary. Um, There's letters in that math. When do they start putting letters in it? But that's the thing is, if you want to just play super casual and you really don't have to care about that, mm-hmm. but if you really want to go all in and you know, do competitive play because they're, you know, you can find game shops that'll do competitive and you can win prize money, you can win cool stuff. And that's just, you know, another aspect of it for somebody who's like, I'm really into this. And the game has an expert tier, if you will, for them that is hidden in the game that you do not have to pay attention to if you're just looking to play super casual. If you're a little kid, probably don't care about that. But if you want to be competitive, that's in there too. Mm hmm. So and that's without even having to hit a button for easy, medium, or hard mode. All right. Well, I think we're going to go to the, the. I think we've just bored a lot of people. Uh, <laughs> Chris and Chris and Mikey have completely checked out there. Pokemon. <laughs> they're they're on their iPhones looking up naked pictures of Amelia Clark, so that way you know they can look at her. No, I'm actually doing work. Don't tell Tumblr. You know the because she's actually the first Star Wars character now that. We will have actually seen naked in real life at some point. That's a weird fact. Isn't it weird? It's a weird fact. Don't tell Tumblr. <laughs> Looks like that's the first act you came up with. I know. Well, you know. I have a feeling that Carrie Fisher's done something. I'm not going to Well, lie. according to her book, she did a lot of things. <laughs> I'm not going to uh, lie. Including, uh, including Harrison Ford. 
Which was another thing that came out. That's this. a weird bit of news that everybody has sort of known for a very long time, and then she finally said it, and everyone's like, yeah, we know. Yeah. But then, see the thing where she said that uh, Mark Hamill almost walked in on her one time, or on her and Harrison one time. He he came to the door and almost opened it when they were in there. Guys, it's that's my sister. <laughs> no, don't touch my sister. Well, now we know why. <laughs> they changed that. <laughs> George, George saw the original. Originally, she was supposed to end up with Luke, and then after the first show, they shot the first movie. And went, oh, well, you seem to like Harrison more. So, brother and sister. <laughs> <laughs> they got after the first scene in Empire, or first you know, few days of shooting in Empire when he kissed her, or she kisses him. Um, <clears throat> so Amelia Clark, Amelia Clark was announced to be in the next uh, anthology film, the Han as Solo. still yet untitled Han Solo solo film. And I can say after seeing Terminator Genesis, I'm really excited <laughs> well, I was to see th- her in a film where she's going to be playing. Hopefully she's not an action character. Cause... It, it's really weird because in Game of Thrones she's pretty stone faced. Yeah. So that kind of works. Well, she, yeah. When, when she you, doesn't need to. When your character falls in yeah. love with the man who raped you, sure. that's always a good sign. To, you know, maybe your life isn't going to turn out too great. Um, yeah, Terminator Genesis. She got out. Oh, she got yeah, out. Yeah. Uh, out acted by Jai Courtney, who is literally a tree stump. He's a he's a human mannequin. Yeah. And he was just like, "Wow, no, no, that that made it." Arnold Schwarzenegger is the best actor in that film. They're, well, it, no, they're the two. They're two really good actors. It's uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and the actor who played John Connor in that movie. Oh, who he's a, he's a, he's a veteran actor, and he was also really good. But then when you have they're really good. In two, a terrible when, role. He's when a have, really good actor, but not in that film. Well, sure, no, he's a good sure. actor in a film for a terrible role. Right, and when you have two wet blankets like Jai Courtney and Amelia Clark. As the leads, that's being generous. That is, uh, it was just, it was the movie was already hard to watch from the numerous plot holes and bizarre editing. And of course, the favorite part is the John Connor character just kind of shrugged his shoulder, like, "Don't worry about it, bros." In the middle of the movie, I know this doesn't make any sense. You want to shoot each other? Time traveling back. I know this doesn't make any sense. Don't worry about it. It doesn't matter. So, So yeah. So Amelia Clark is in the movie. We have no idea who she's playing. As soon no, as I, I saw this the story, I mean, we don't even know what the story is. Thank so. goodness that we have Childish Gambino in the movie. As soon as Otherwise, I saw this, this movie, starting to look just grim. Well, as soon as I saw this 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 break with Amelia Clark, I wanted to call Chris, and I was like, "No, no, no, we'll talk about it on the show." I've got to hear what he has to say because I know he has so many issues with her. Well, Other I, than I, the fact that she I don't have so many, I just it. saw her in an absolutely terrible film. And, well, it's also you know like I, I saw the film where can't she, say the, that the people. Sh- I got nothing against her. Yeah, she, uh, I saw the film where she falls in love with a cripple. I did um, see that as well, and that was <laughs> that was not a good that, movie. That, that was, no, yeah, that was it not was. A good movie. But she's good at she's smiling good and in laughing. It, yeah, I mean she's 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 she has a comical side better than serviceable, I guess. Yeah, I find her like. Her interviews, she's much more personable. It's almost like she shuts everything down to go play a character yeah. to me. Like she the few interviews I've seen with her, yeah. She seems like just a warm, bubbly person who yeah. just kind of seems right. fun I, and cool. I, every time I see and then as soon as she's like, in a role, it's like movie. humor shield comes yeah. down and I'm stone-faced. Or, you know, she's in Terminator going, I know Terminator. Come with me if you want Don't to live. do something. Well, I think... I, <laughs> After seeing that movie, finally, I think she checked out very early on. No, in that, film. that movie checked out. 
very early. In I that think it film. was like, oh, I'm going to be in a Terminator can franchise. I, I, okay. At that point, it's just like, it's like, oh, you have a CGI Arnold. Can we just keep this going? Just CGI everybody at this point? <laughs> it, it's almost like she agreed to do the to do the movie without reading the script. And then I don't even think it's that. Look, if somebody uh, says, hey, you want to be in a Terminator movie, there's a part of you that goes, yes. yeah, I kind of do want to be in a Terminator movie. Sure, I'll and do it. And if you don't, don't be in the Terminator movie. <laughs> yeah. Or, of course, Jay Courtney's, Jay Courtney's reaction, which is just, uh, hey, he was in Spartacus. Yeah, he was also he in that <laughs> first horrid hey, uh, Divergent is, movie. He is, he was in two of them, I think. <laughs> he is uh, boomerang in Suicide He's Squad. Stumped. So you guys better stop talking stumped. about him. Because DC will say stumped. that you have he a problem with DC Comics and all. Because I, thought, I, thought was, I thought Zack Snyder did not represent the opinions <laughs> The, the opinions of anything. or Warner Brothers Studios. No, our friend Stacy said that Jai Courtney was like a human wall. I'm sure he's. And you know what the weirdest part is? He's another person who, like Amelia Clark, when you see them in interviews, they seem. Yeah, like, he's probably a wonderful person. He's just not a good like, actor. Yeah, I guess. It's like, it's like, or he's trying too guy? hard. It's almost where, like he's trying too hard. Where's like, this? Where's this? Let Jai it go. Courtney in a movie. Yeah, where, just, where's he? Just well, let it go, bro. Just Die Hard Five. He was horrible. In oh it. God, I forgot he was in Die Hard Five. Yeah, that's right. I forgot. Yeah, my parents were watching that. He's a couple the weeks grown ago. up son. Yeah, did um, you see for like two seconds in Die Hard One? Yes, Ugh. but yeah, he. Uh, they're in Russia. Or something. Oh, that's right. He's in the. He's at, he's at the house. He's yeah, they the come house. to interview right. him. They, right. they go to the house to interview that's on the right. news. I always forgot he had the kids. He had, he had, his daughter and yeah. son. Oh man, they did two diehard movies that focused around his children. Yes, yeah, they did. And one of them oh, wasn't too God. bad, and the other one was one I've never seen. And oh, as a huge diehard fan, horrible. I've seen parts of it. Like I said, my parents were watching it the other week, and I was like, "Oh my God, I forgot Jack Courtney's in this film." <laughs> There's a scene where they jump through a window in in Russia, and it just it, the acting leading up to it is just so dismal. You just don't want him to. You want him to jump out the window and just die. Or die, hard. die I mean. Die Hard has such a, a you brand want name. Die hard. I no, want let's them get, to let's die just, hard. Just let's go past that. We don't. We don't, need, we don't need to concentrate on that. Um, and you get now that so many action films have become, you know, pretty big spectacles. That the Die Hard name. It's like you see a film and go, oh well. I mean, what what makes a Die Hard different than any of these? Right. When Die Hard came out, there was a lot of action films just dumb. Sure. You yes. know, big stupid ones. Die Hard was. Had a lot of other, you know, kind of like crazy ideas. It has that kind of twist as to what the villains are really doing. Mm-hmm. It's acted fairly well. Of course, the late, um, oh my God, Alan, Alan Rickman, Rickman, thank you. <laughs> I was, you started to say, I was like, I don't know who it was. You know, playing an iconic villain and everything with it, so. Well, it's uh, it, for, for the And then became the pitch for everything. Sure. It's Die Hard meets Jaws. It's Die yeah, Hard exactly. meets When Harry Met Sally. It's Shut Up! What movie is it? Uh, I have people. to use two other movies. It's in order Die to Hard make... meets Die Hard 2. Except... Die Hard 2 never met Die Hard. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, it, it's for the young people. Die Hard, when it came out, it's kind of like, I guess, John Wick when it came out. It was yeah. kind of refreshing to have a very simple action movie mm. without crazy convoluted plots. And, no, and, but I'm still having still having surprises to it. Sure, sure. And the way little, pieces go through. And here, but for the most part, it's a very, very and having what's his face from the EPA play a terrible report. Has that guy ever played a good guy? William Atherton. Yeah, because he's, he's a, I have no idea. But he's a he's a complete you know male it, genitalia. In he was also Ghostbusters. In, he's a complete male genitalia in Die Hard. He was a oh, he's in, uh, he's a dick in it. Uh, uh, he was in Last Samurai as well. Real science. He's the guy uh, selling, not real the, selling the real geniuses. The, the rifles. At the oh, that's of the right. Movie. That's he's right. Basically, 
Tom Cruise's boss trying. It's like I you get out there that. and you sell those guns. That that's one right. Less. That is him. Although I suppose if you're dealing with a you know an alcoholic like Tom Cruise in that movie, you'd probably, you'd probably um, Eddie Winslow too. or um, the, what's his name? What is yeah, Carl Winslow? Carl, Carl Winslow. He he took that character. From Die Hard and turned it into a role on TV for years. Well, he was uh, coincidentally uh, he, the same character. Al showed up in an episode of Chuck playing the same character, which <laughs> got really, really weird. It was very meta, and it was kind of fun because the, the the it was like I don't even remember what the entire plot of the episode was. Like something had happened at the the shop that Chuck worked for, and the police showed up, and it was Al from Die Hard. Who they had made like I guess an episode like they had made references. So it led to to that fan theory to the boss's cousin, like the manager of the store's like cousin was you know like a LAPD cop, (laughs) and then it's like it's like oh my god, and his name is Al. Like it's like is it really? It's like yeah, it's the same character from Die Hard. That lead to that fan theory that uh, his character from Family Matters is the same character because he goes crazy. His PTSD kicks in. He creates this fantasy world for himself. <laughs> where he, he, leaves, where he changes his name. Where the yeah. show gets taken over by yeah. a nerd. Yeah. That's awesome. Which, which is also, that's easily one of the best Key and Peele sketches uh, where they do the whole Family Matters thing. And uh, Reginald Bell Johnson, I had to that's look up his name. because yeah. mm. uh, yes. But they do a thing where he's like, he's like, oh, there's an entire episode where I'm invisible and it's an Urkel episode. And they just talk about the decline of the show because Urkel became catchphrases. He was supposed to be a one-off character, too. Yeah, yeah he was a one-off character originally. So it's being Reginald Bell Johnson is also a cop in Ghostbusters. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's one of those things that connects, they try to connect all together. Um, there's a great... Um, uh, Oh, what's the brothers? What's the two that cartoon that's on Fox? The Moving Brothers. Oh, oh it's Lucas right. Brothers. Yeah, there's a Lucas Brothers episode with where they go into the mind of uh, of Urkel of the actor oh, in order Jamel to cause, yeah, because he has to free the Urkel in order to save the world or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> like Urkel's a repressed personality within him, deep inside of his subconscious. Oh, it was hilarious. Do you remember when Urkel showed up on uh, on Full House? He did. Mm-hmm. DJI Friday were all connected yeah, in the yeah. same universe. Yes, but yes, they were. I was also trying to think of the name of the other show, the large family that was on Step by Step. Step by Step. Yeah, I believe he also appeared on Step by Step. All I remember from that show was the large family and Six Flags and the intro sequence. Yes, who was in Step by Step? I don't remember that one. Susan Summers, Patrick Duffy. Yes. Ah, uh, that's right. Yeah. Now I remember. It. <laughs> Mikey, I remember the, the just the just the ten of us. Just the, uh, the ten of us. Oh. Yeah, no, it was a. It was a Weird show. It was a basketball coach with like a blended family, and they had like ten kids hanging with Mister Cooper. Four of them were uh, four of them were way underage. Just like, oh hey, these are the babies. They just sucked them off the thing. That wasn't on TGI. No, I think it was for a little bit. I don't, I don't think know. it was. I don't remember. The, I mean, I barely remember that. There was also Boy Meets World. Mm. Uh, Boy Meets World. My two dads. Uh, no, my, my two dads is on Channel Four. Yeah, does Boy Meets World connect with the Knight Rider universe mm. because <laughs> the teacher is also <laughs> Kip? Oh, that's right. So Amelia Clark, she possibly <laughs> Back could to be what we were talking about originally. <laughs> she could possibly be Han Solo's love interest in or plot twist. She can actually be Han His Solo, first wife. Didn't he have a wife previously? Well, in the comic, you? in the comic book, the, the, that's new canon. He sort, sort of, of does, yeah, 
Okay. They they never really clarified that it was or wasn't. It was something. Officially. It was get out of. It was to get out of something or something. Like yeah. That. It was a con. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was there, and then she's black, which made everyone like Finn is going to be yes. con, and this girl's. So, you're way off in the timeline. <laughs> the timeline. <This> thing <laughs> takes place right after episode so four. Finn is like fifty years. Yeah. Old. It's a damn good looking fifty year old. Well, see, they they kept him in an incubator when they took him. No, they kept him with Lando Calrissian because Lando Calrissian is his father. Yes. Two dads, my God. Mm-hmm. Not so <laughs> And Mace Windu's their uncle. His uncle. Uncle Windu. Uh, Mace, yeah. Mace Windu's the sper- uh, sperm donor. Cousin Yaddle. <laughs> we got to start throwing in ran- random Star Wars characters who could be the parents of Hitchcock. Are you feeling more or less comfortable with the Han Solo movie now? With Amelia Clark, I don't. It doesn't really make any difference to me. I'm, I'm still neutral. I mean, there's still. So I still, much. I don't like the subject matter. I, I wish they would have done something a little more. Because they're also talking. Hey kids, you want to watch a story about Han Solo being a drug dealer? It's kind of fun. They're, but they're talking about the maybe the the villains could be either your, Tarkin, belo- your beloved hero uh, selling drugs to planets yeah. and smuggling them for. Uh, well, remember Jabba he the he Hutt. used to murder people in yeah. cold blood. He did. He did. And then he, they're like, no, wait. He became super popular. We can't have him shoot Greedo in cold blood. Have Greedo miss from 1.6 feet. It's how he always wanted it to be. And everybody... Well, what people didn't know is Greedo used to be a stormtrooper, so that's why... No, he misses worse than a stormtrooper. (laughs) I mean, he's literally... He's closer than I am to the microphone, and he misses by 8 feet. Remember, he has... Han Solo has uh, an alien power being an alien. Oh, wait, he has the force. He can can turn his neck into an S. twist or something. Can can crane his neck at inhuman. Well, because you know he's Corellian, so they got yeah. cartilage necks. Didn't realize that. Lando <laughs> should have that too. Isn't Lando Corellian also? Oh, is he? he I think he is. I think, I think he, he is. is. I think yeah. he's a Corellian. Because they think well, Corellians are just basically humans. Yeah. Whatever, they, whatever the human origin is, they they uh, they found Corellian as well. Well, I guess we'll find out in the Young Han Solo film. I don't, I don't know. If they're going to change his origin. He's, he's, who, who was it? That's he could be from Naboo. Was it, I think it maybe it was Mikey that we were talking that you were, you were asking if you thought Bespin would show up in it. Yeah. Or Cloud Well, City. they're going to have to have the shot where, where Lando looks out the window <laughs> and he's going to be like, one day I'm going to run that place. And then everyone's going to go, oh, oh my God. He's, member, he's talking member, about Cloud City. Remember Cloud City? Remember Cloud City? <laughs> and that's part of the reason why, I mean, I liked I liked the idea of Rogue One that it's, it's a part of a plot that connects to it without using those characters. Yes. You know, you may see R2 at the end or you may see uh, Princess Leia or something at the end of the Corvette. Yeah. And that's, that's fine. The Han Solo movie, if it's Han and Lando and he loses the Falcon, I mean, in terms of the ages that they are, it almost seems too soon. Sure. I guess. For Han to, to lose the Falcon? To, no, 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 for Lando to lose Lando the Falcon. It could be, I mean, that could be the whole thing. Is that that's You could start it that way. and just have Yeah, it but it's just like... If you don't have I've the always Falcon had that, that kind movie, of fil- fans will get No, no, you can have the Falcon, but it's not Han's. No, that's what I mean. You but that's that. the thing. is The feeling that I had and the way that Lando treats him in, in that sort of regard is that Lando would have had it for a significant amount of time and Han would have picked it up only a few years before uh, if that before episode four, and I can't imagine that this is that close to it because Aldrin Eldritch like does not skewed. look anything like how old Harrison Ford yeah. is in the first yeah, film. It looks so. like they are skewing for for late twenties, yeah, which it, is even weirder because they're supposed to be like in their thirties by the time you get to like Empire, like late thirties. So. No, Han is supposed to be thirty 
in the beginning of uh, A New Hope. No, I'm talking yeah. about I'm talking about Empire when they reconnect. Uh, right when yeah, when they see the two of them, right. they'd be when in they their, their, their like they'd their be in their early 30s. to mid thirties. Yes, look, it's like How I Met Your Mother. Okay. Even though he's an adult, so red herrings. Even though he's an adult, he has a completely different voice when he's talking to his kids. Sure, in the he's Bob Saget when he <laughs> when he's telling the story. Yes, but in the story, he's some wormy guy who right. Yeah, and I'm, I mean, complain. I'm I'm willing to kind of forego some of those those yeah. pieces. I mean, it's like I said, it's just a story. It's just whatever. But it'll be hard for me if I'm watching it going this this takes place six months before episode four. Uh, I don't know. I, don't, I, can't, I can't, can't go from one to the other. So I think it's going to be in the middle. I, I mean, in the way that they've said, the, even if you read Catalyst, they talk about the idea of how the smuggling trade had, traded, or smuggling trade had changed right after the war, that uh-huh. it all but disappeared and then grew back up through the empire. So that's where I thought they would put him in that kind of spot. And they know Chewbacca's in it, so it may be the Breaking story. Of, like, for me, is, is having, having Han and Lando rescue Chewbacca, you know, be a part of whatever con it is to rescue Chewbacca and, and uh, the other Wookiees that would be with him that you would think there would be, there may not be. Um, now it's just story's chain. Time to bring back Lumpy Baca and Ichibaka. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> because you just need, all you need is the one scene where Chewbacca goes back to, to mm. his wife and his child and his and his, Yeah, but then the whole, the whole Star Wars maybe. franchise, it feels really bad. It's like, well, he just abandoned his children. <laughs> And his dad gets... It's kind of like Luke. That's why, like I said, one of the worst things that could happen is Ray is Luke's daughter, and he knows about her, and he's still like, I'm out. I'm done. See you later. Who Take it you? Easy. Yeah. Um, Would you think it'd be better if... if with, going to Ray real quick. Mala. If, I'm sorry. I think it's, it's Mala, isn't it? Mala Baca? Yeah. yeah. Mala's the way. Lumpy's, and, and, the, uh, Lumpy's a child. Lump, and Lumparoo is Lumparoo like his full Baca name. Lumparoo yeah. is the child, and then Itchy is the dad. Or I think it's supposed grandfather. to be Chewbacca's dad. Yeah. Uh, Malabuck is, is Mala's dad, I think. Okay. Yeah, and he ends up getting uh, a present that has basically uh, space porn and it sits there for the whole scene takes like seven minutes there was a breakdown the holidays other day. are coming up everybody go find yourself a nice copy of the star wars holiday special that doesn't nice copy but i don't think it exists i have one um it's not a great copy i mean it, it even has the commercials from 1977 somebody, somebody somewhere from that tv station that produced it <laughs> has that reel somewhere or has the has the tape george lucas has it and he locked it somewhere. in a vault <laughs> they burned all of them and the worst the worst part is is that George Lucas got sign off for everything that went into that special. So yeah. I'm just baffled. He didn't know any better at the time. <laughs> then he made Empire. And he's like, oh, this is a good movie. We're going to put Harvey Corman in this. I should probably. Harvey Corman is in it. B. Arthur sings. B. Arthur sings. It. We got a life day. Got to sing Leia. And oh, Leia, yeah. Leia sings life day. And, at the uh, end. and Leia looks coked out of her mind. Yeah. Okay, Coke does the body good. And Luke, Luke's hair looks like that's why when she's a hot, she has that like look on her face. Well, was, well, he he looks like a plastic human being, and I think that's because it's just after. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, wasn't it just it, after? It's, it's just after the accident. The accident. Yeah. So they did, you know, like what they did in Empire to hide the reconstructive surgery is they just you know scratched his face in the first five minutes of the yeah. movie. Yeah. So he's just wearing like scar makeup. Like, okay, we're hiding the car accident. No, th- and this one they just like completely plastered makeup yeah. all yeah, over. Yeah, like he needs to he needs to not look all. Crunched up. Hey, hey, Tom! Can you go get the silly putty? We, we gotta up. fix Hamill here. Crunched up. Um, no. What plot would be acceptable 
I mean, would you? That's put, not an acceptable thing. It's just would like, you put Java? Maybe I would put. I would have. I'd have Java, it be. But, I'd have it be a con. Something along the lines of the Scoundrels book in that same idea of you know putting together a team. If they do it as like an Ocean's Twelve Star Wars version, then I'm fine with it. And nothing that's connected. Java being in it, no problem. It's just a big you know puppet slash CG character. If he's already working for Java, that makes sense to me. Lando has the Millennium Falcon. That would make sense to me. Or Lando that steals it being the Falcon a con, from Java. We need a um, ship, and then you. Cut oh, I don't to... think you steal it from Java because Java would just take it right back from Han. I think the ship's got to be theirs. I think Lando owns it legally. Solo wins it in a in a sal- in a, in a Sabbat game, and that's the change. And I don't need to see that. We know that story. It's there. That's right. the end. That's the end. Um, that's well, the end. If it would be, if if it's me, I, it would be Han, Chewbacca, Lando, in a Ocean's Eleven type sure, caper. Sure. Working for Jabba against the nascent empire, you know, some sort of governor or whatever. No, I don't. I don't care. You've already got Jabba. You don't need Black Sun. You know that. That to me would make sense and would be. It could be a fun film. It does. It doesn't need to be something that is this groundbreaking piece that's connected to a whole bunch of different stuff. In the same way, like you've got a fairly serious film, hopefully in Rogue One. That has a very serious plot point of finding the plans for the Death Star that eventually leads to the destruction of the Death Star. That to me is a different tone than if you take a Han Solo and especially a Lando film. You know, Solo has a lot of the humor in those first three episodes in, yeah. in four, five, and six. So make it a more humorous film. And you've got the guys who were doing the Lego movie as the directors. So right, to yeah. me, I'm like, that's the tone. This is the lighter tone type I of film. I, I actually would not mind at all if somebody yeah. said, we're doing a heist movie. I'd be like, it, all right, I'm sold. Ant-Man to the Marvel Universe is yeah. this to the Star yes. Wars universe. You know, well, something that's like got Guardians, some stakes. You know, like Guardians. Yeah, that, that's that got some stakes for past. the characters that are involved, yeah. but not the galaxy as a whole. Sure, sure. And Would you do it in some... the tone of, like, Guardians? Minus no, I wouldn't do anything dancing. in the tone of Guardians. Um, no, I mean, it's, it's not a tone sort of thing. It's just basically your your plot can't be really stupid, but it's just in the terms of, how your characters interact with each other or the pieces around. Like Butch Do- and Sundance. Yeah. 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 Doctor Strange that we just saw. The humor comes from a couple of lines and the way that the cape acts. Right. The story itself is not humorous. Here, a heist isn't wouldn't be humorous on its own. And Ocean's Eleven. I mean, any of the Ocean's movies, and I keep going to those because I love those as heist films. Well, 11 and 13, maybe not 12. Um, <laughs> the, the plot isn't a humorous type of thing except to kind of you kind of giggle or smile at all the different you know, uh, twists and turns that it goes through. And what but the humor's brings. in the characters. Yeah. You know, it's the right. brothers fighting, you know, against each other. You have Elliot Gould playing the old man. and got, you know, Brad Pitt and George Clooney with their kind of banter back and forth. You know, it's a funny just thing. Like, you need one more guy? You need one more? And the other guy's just completely silent. It's something It's not like, ha, ah! you just kind of chuckle like, okay, cool. You know, so that, yeah, that would be the attitude. type of thing that I'd like to see. Would you and put Fett in it? No. Because what about, what you, about Bosk? You do a new bounty hunter. If you're going to use one that you already have, pick pick anyone but Fett, because eventually you're going to make a Fett movie. Right, and if you do Fett, somebody's going to say, "Oh, we got to show him without the helmet off." It's like, no, Boba Fett's cool because he wears a helmet and the suit all the time. I think they're saving Fett's story in that would, spot yeah, because I, you you've done so much with Fett in Clone Wars that he's in so many different episodes. You know, trying to do his little whiny bitch stop the, the, the thing. The, you dark, do see the dark little... secret of their rivalry is that in the Ocean's Eleven style heist, he accidentally gets dropped into like a big wedding cake in the middle of the robbery, <laughs> and he's just like, Han Solo! And flies into, and flies into some other hole. <laughs> hey, wait, I can get out of this. Um, I wouldn't use Fett, no. Because like, I think you you can make an entire film around Fett. 
Dengar, Dengar would be you could, you could, you could, could use you Dengar because Dengar's the, the, the EU story of Dengar Dengar's is directly related, related to, to Han, Solo. Han Solo. Yeah, his face is. And you've got the. I mean, you have in the aftermath novels that Solo is running a racing circuit. Yeah, you Dengar could have something to do with the races being fixed or whatever. So there's a lot of different places that you can go, but that's the type of tone that I would like for that type of film. Hashtag the Dengar Zone if you want to see Dengar wow. in the Han Solo movie. Hey, Welcome Dengar. to the Dengar Zone. Not even close. Wow, what? Where are you getting that from? What was that? This so you should be like Space zone? Lane to the Dengar Zone. Yeah, exactly. But no, you didn't have that. You're like, Welcome to the Dengar Zone. That's not it's it's like you're trying to, to combine Welcome to you the don't Jungle have, You don't have the, the song, and you don't have the way that Archer says it. Uh, well. The Danger Zone! Um, well, Dengar showed up in, in Clone Wars cartoon as well. Yeah, yeah. But no, but the, the his story in Han Solo. Where was Solo Dengar's Clone Wars cartoon? I can't remember. He was in the uh, later episodes where they had the uh, where Ventress that's was a, a right. bounty yeah, hunter. That's right. It was that's what right. it, it was the excuse Fantasy Flight used. Like we can we can do Dengar's ship now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, because they officially showed his ship. Well, they never. Sh- oh no, they did show the Hounds too. They, they showed the Hounds too. Yeah, that's they did. Right. Yeah, but, but I don't remember a lot but of the Dengar story. They also showed the Lady Luck, so that design is officially canon too. Well, the design, it, it, again, we need to stop arguing about a design is canon. It doesn't fucking matter. A design is a design. If they pick the design to use it, great. Here you go. It's not a big deal. You know, it doesn't, and it, it, it therefore doesn't extend because I'm sure someone's like, I saw the version of the Lady Luck in there, so that means that Mara Jade story is now canon. Well, it's a, it's Even though it doesn't make any sense with episode 7, but I need my Mara Jade to be canon, because my, if she's not, my life doesn't matter anymore. The it's, Outrider. It's the same thing with Dash Runner. They put, they put the, the ship, the YT-2400, in A New Hope in the special editions, but no one ever said yeah, it's it doesn't the Outrider. Mean it, yeah. it's, they, it's, in this week's, sa- it's in this week's episode of... Uh, uh, is, is the well. Outrider or just the ship design? It's the ship design. Okay. Yeah. They, they that's, even that's say again, the ship design, a lot of that type of designs yeah. are just based on... That work is done for the, them, the, so the, 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 the big loop is the Juggernaut. Right. So the Juggernaut, as the original design, was one of the first ideas for the AT-AT that Lucas didn't take. When West End Games needed stuff to use for its uh, role-playing game, because not everybody could come up against an AT-AT, they picked this design and said this is what we call a juggernaut it's what was used early on it was used in the war it's used early before the adat was built and all the the units in the in the outer rim have the juggernaut and then dark horse picked it up and used it in their comics for the stormtrooper units that were way out in the outer rim because like you don't get the new stuff you're in the middle of nowhere and all of a sudden it shows up in episode three i wonder so how many was the total loop that would do that piece so it's the same thing here you've got so many designs that make sense you're not just going to throw them out because you can't show not every freighter is going to look like the Millennium Falcon. Right. The Millennium was in what is it episode three when you see it on the the, the it flies episode into the spaceport. One. Episode one they showed two of them. In yeah, the and then everyone's like, "Oh, it's Millennium Falcon!" It's like it's not the Falcon. It's it's just like it's every the, time you see a Corolla, doesn't mean it's my Corolla. Yeah, it's a you know, it's a silver Star-Trek. Corolla in New York. That means Chris's Corolla is there. My Corolla. My Corolla. I wonder how many episodes of Nerdables you've told that same analogy with the Juggernaut because I maybe I, two. I think it's more than that. Well, not in terms of the loop. No, not in terms of the loop, but just mentioning. There's the, you've told that one a, a little bit. Yeah, I also talked about how dancing is stupid in Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy. So yeah, so you keep mentioning that. Mm-hmm. Um, um, no, okay. I mean I, I don't Broke know. Him, see, you, cl- you clean <laughs> the loop, and then Rich just goes off. <laughs> Although, if you could kindly please put Dash Rendar into Clone War or into into Rebels, no, that make me happy. No, Dash see, Rendar's he doesn't. Dumb. He doesn't. I, I want to see Dash Rendar show up in Rebels. Dash Rendar's too. stupid. 
He's a cheap knockoff. He's like, well, we were writing a story, and nobody here knows how to write a story without Han Solo. Here's Hosh Solarder. Maybe we should change that to Dash Rendar. Sure, that sounds cool. Focus groups are good. Bam, and he's in it. If I had done... But here's the thing. I suppose there would be a generation of people who didn't care about Dash Rendar if... Uh, if, uh, oh my god, Shadows of the Empire just dealt with Han Solo as the main character. But no. His, well, you couldn't. He was his, in Carbonite. Exactly. And that's it was, the point. Because it was that Dash Rinder has to go save his friend. He's not even friends with him. Hey. No. He was on Hoth. Was, oh. Well, no, he was on Hoth in the opening sequence. When they it was played. only the opening sequence of the, of the, the game. Uh, of, the game. Yes. of the book, it doesn't start out there. Sure, sure. But the game is the only Dash Render. Dash, Dash, Dash Render's entire inclusion in that story for both the comic and the, the book, book and the game. is so, well, the game is is so is... worthless to me versus everything else that's going on that was sure. actually, actually interesting. But the game is so vastly different from any of those that's two. true i never played the game so maybe that's not because he's the main character in the game he's the main, the main character in the game, in the game. i he's, sort of understand that too yeah, but again he's he's helping you escape but he's if they had made a character home. that wasn't so obviously sure hey we a can't 90s, use han solo a 90s version of you know han solo. And, and marvel so, comics did this when when marvel went through those years where lucasfilm tells him you can't use han but sure. they're writing comics they're like okay what do we do there's a character that luke runs into who's a smuggler who's got the kind of messy hair, and he has the beard, but he was like Han Solo. Sure. And he had uh, a Rodian as, a, as his best friend and a, and a, um, uh, a Zeltron. Zeltros? Zeltron? Something like that. A woman. Uh, so this one has a female robot as his, his companion. Yeah, but no. This yeah. Is, and, and he was different enough because, unlike Han, he definitely did not have... Like, his good side stopped very quickly. He was helping Luke, but he basically was helping Luke just to be like... We need some cash. This is also the introduction of Black Sun, and yeah, yeah. I mean, in the game, but there was a there was the other good thing was when you played the game, the story was was followed the book, but there was it was fill, it filled it in. Yeah, it was. It also had a lot of deviations as well. But, yes, but for the most part, I'm now intrigued by which version of him came out. Uh, like, what was sort of the timeline of the character's creation, because. The, that game is also one of the best N sixty four games. Well, the the game, well, all came game everything came out at the same time. Yes, because okay. it was a huge it was a huge push to do. They did the game, the novel, figures uh, were like released at the same time. The comics released within the same month, uh-huh. which followed the kind of same storyline, but you saw different aspects of what was going. That was on. the whole point of that was the whole point of doing it. You had Lucas, that Lucas the, the piece in something. it for about uh, for Dengar and Bosk fighting. I think Dark Horse did that comic. They did a uh, why did he a, because they they had to they had to explain in the story why the bounty hunters weren't well no why they didn't just go to Tatooine yes because you have the end of Empire we'll meet you on Tatooine well, well they, okay two years later and now you're finally figuring out where he is yes. So it was yeah. Boba Fett couldn't bring him because the bounty hunters had circled. They did Fett a, they did a try. pop up yeah. book that was a, a comic book. Yeah, Dark Horse. Theory. That was it. Was yeah. The comic book was they did it like a release and they did the pop for it. And then uh, yeah, but the, the whole game point was, the, the whole time. point of the thing was Lucas said I want to do something that's that would be in the vein of the movies, but do it as a cross platform, cross media event. Yeah, it was an attempt and, to to connect a lot of and the N sixty four was coming out. It was the it was the first game that came out that wasn't because you you had the Mario Brothers game that came with the sixty four, and then uh, Shadows of the Empire was the first game that came out. Yeah, it was one of the early games. Because that, that was the whole uh, reason I bought the sixty four was because I wanted that game, and, and it was really good. And the novel came out right at the same time, so you know, you could play. 
There, at one point, I think they somebody had said that if you played the game while reading the book, you can fill in. You some would die in the game because you couldn't really concentrate. <laughs> you have a controller in one hand and the book in the other. And the game had such great cut screens and things like that. Yeah, for it? the time. And I mean, the game was also it like, had a full like, story. Yeah, and it was all. It's also There's a different way to engage. And then in the in the in the game, you no in the book. In the game, you don't know if Dash Rendard lives or dies at the end of it. Right. In the book... The book is really sort of ambivalent, too. The book is ambivalent, but I thought he, there's more of a distinction that you think he gets away. I thought it was the other way around. It could be the other way around, where the game is the one that... But yeah, they kept it. It was like, hey, we're going to do something with him. And then they're like, no, wait. We're not going to do anything with him. Because he didn't do anything with any of those characters. No. The Falleen show up... The, uh, the Falleen show up in uh, the Scoundrel's book. Yeah, Shior, Shior Which is, is, not now, a, is is canon in Clone Wars. They use Prince Sizer in it? Yes. Yeah. They use he he's actually on when they did the Black Sun, when the Black Sun is on uh on um Yeah, but again, using that character doesn't what's mean the that there's at the story. end of uh, episode three. Mustafar. Mustafar. The Black Sun's on Mustafar. 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 Um okay, so I, we're running long here. We're almost running long here. Deadpool gets a new director. Yep. <laughs> there you go. Anybody One of the co directors of John Wick, which, which Sebastian uh, talked about earlier, being uh, a big action film. Yes. A, yeah, but I that still need to see that. Movie. A, big, a big no, underground action film. We were talking about Die Hard. He was talking about John Wick. Oh, yes. Yeah, I, well, no, I, John Wick yeah. did get mentioned. Uh, yeah, but no, it's just one of those. For I'm me, the attention. comparison is like Die Hard came out. At a time when action movies, you said action movies got stupid, but Die Hard yeah. was a very simple story, very simple, uncomplicated characters, and John Wick sort of had that effect here, where everyone, the movie flew completely under the radar, and then the movie came out, and everyone's like, that was really good. It has the now I, I underrated... Really, uh, uh, I really miss uncomplicated action movies. Keanu Reeves, which is a guy that we all thought was dumb. So, um, one of the other things that came out with that, speaking of what we were talking about Deadpool, is... There was an announcement this week that came out that Marvel and and Fox had worked together on a trade between Deadpool because Deadpool wanted to change uh, teenage what's her name's powers. There are Fox wanted, teenage yeah, mega, 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 yeah, Megasonic warhead, teenage, teenage warhead, whatever. They wanted to change her powers, but they had to get approval from Marvel to do it. Marvel said, fine, we'll give you approval, but we get to use Ego in Ego. in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. I didn't understand that because I don't understand how Guardians of the Galaxy 2 needs the little humpback from Dr. Frankenstein. No. The helper. That's I don't know Igor. why. Oh. It's Igor. He, Ego is a giant sentient planet. Does he talk like Igor? Yes, I'm a planet. <laughs> if, if the guesses are right, he'll talk like Kurt Russell. Yes. Yo, what's up? Which in a way, why don't they just why don't they just use uh what's his face? Why don't they just use triple X again? Diesel, oh, I am. Diesel, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Vin Diesel, Vin Diesel, yes. I am ego. I, I am there. like I am ego. Oh, this because there's what three triple X movies now? This is the second. I think this is the fourth one, one isn't it? No, it's the third one. Is it the third one or fourth one? I think it's the fourth one. Third is it the, the third one? The first one. Ice Cube was the second. Yeah, I was going to say. They, they used but I thought they did X another one. Was State of the Union the second one? State of the Union was the second one. Oh, I thought State of the Union was the third one. So, so, yeah, so we're all decided then. Ego will be played by Ice Cube. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'm still trying to it's figure lemonade. out. It's <laughs> lemonade. 
Because that's all I want the planet to say now. <laughs> is that iced tea? It's lemonade. Read the sign. Ice tea it's and delicious. Ice, ice tea and ice cube are two different people. Different I know, people. but they're the same person to me. Because you because see, iced tea. White. Yes, because I'm Because <laughs> iced tea has ice cubes in it. That's still one of, so still one of my favorite pictures. Collaboration ice album. Cube is <laughs> yes, he is inside of Ice Tea. That's one of my favorite pictures. Boy, the guy draws yeah, that. Yeah, he yeah. draws that picture of, of, of a picture of Ice Tea that looks like Ice Tea's face, and then Ice Cube's face <laughs> are inside of it. It's so good. Um, no, but getting back to ego. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, that's, yes. that's you. Um, Let's get back to the, ego. They, they were talking about Kurt Russell being the voice, but he was also supposed to be. Um, he's his dad. Does that have like a yes. physical form? But well? if he, but if he is somehow they they made it where well, that's a totally different character because Jason. Yeah, is, Jason Quill is fine. Right, he's not. He didn't, doesn't become a planet. Yes, they're they're two. Be inter- <laughs> Peter Quill's dad is a planet. Um, mom, what did you do? <laughs> well, let's have a discussion. <laughs> so there's birds and birds bees. And, yeah. <laughs> so but now he he's the. Head the size of a planet, they cock the size of a. That walnut. went dark really fast. Sleep all of that. <laughs> if it's the size of a walnut on a planet, you can't find it. Uh, that to me isn't as interesting as the Marvel thing that came out, which is Inhumans, is no longer a film. Yes. A like I said, show. it wasn't going to be a film, but it's a TV show. Those, char- those beloved well, characters from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. are getting their own show. But no, it's not the characters no. from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Characters they're actually, like... They're going with... Yeah, the royal family. They're going to the royal family, which was always going to be the story in the movie anyway. Yes. And they're like, oh, let's do it this way. Which means it's like, hey, we can make Game of Thrones without the nudity or the blood or the actors or the budget or... The Black Bolt! <laughs> Look, with Black Bolt, we don't have to have any talk. We can get an actor, we yeah. just put him in a costume, and we don't have to worry about him talking. Who's writing the dialogue for Black Bolt? Me. I want to. <laughs> I get paid, right? You get paid by the word. Damn. Um, That's no, going to be we, the weirdest thing when they actually do make him talk all the time. <laughs> well, I mean, it's first, only when he Hopefully they do. Well, no, it. hopefully they, ha- they do what, what the comic did, which is Medusa talk. You know, Medusa Talks knows him. him. Yeah. She's they should have the dog talk. Link. They should have the little thing on the dog, because oh, the little oh, antenna oh. on, um, what's the dog's name? Lockjaw is like the antenna that's on Black Bolt's costume, and so it's that's the link. And so, oh, Black Bolt, sure. Well, Lockjaw talks anyways. Sometimes, no, he does. Lockjaw talks. I've never seen Lockjaw. I think he talks once. It was like a, it was like a running. It was a joke. It was like, oh, you could talk the whole time. But it, yeah, no, it wasn't. It wasn't like in in humans. I don't think. Um, so yeah, so they're doing a TV series, and the pilot slash sort of movie will be, will be on IMAX. Um, so see, it's listed as IMAX helping to co-finance. It's not a movie. That's not a major motion picture release. <laughs> no. um, yeah, first time, first time a live action series premieres. Oh, the first time a live action series premieres. Because I read that line. First time a live action series premieres in theaters before its network debut, and I'm like, wait a minute, Star Wars. Then I realized live action, not uh, not a animated. animated. Um, so this gets a season, maybe, maybe eight uh, episodes. I, I bet you two. I, just, I, I think it's. A, it's almost a way of jumping the gun to me because remember a few months ago we said, oh, there's going to be a Damage Controls TV show. No. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a Bobby and Hunter TV show. No. Carter's going to get a third season. No. Right. So I look at this and I'm sort of like, what makes them think this is going to work when ABC's already passed on well, three on other? The, moon, the, the Damage Control. That makes it worse. The Damage Control they're still trying to figure out. Damage Control isn't happening. 
Um, you can try and figure it out all you want. If you haven't figured it out by now, that's not coming. The funny thing is, three three or four weeks ago, we were sitting here talking about about Inhumans and about the Marvel slate, and we said, no, it'll never get a movie. And we would mentioned, well, what about a TV series? No, we said that they would stay on... Their, their story would continue to go out through Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. They would never get any farther than TV. Right, they'd stay on TV. Yeah. And then I talk, we talked about maybe a Netflix show or... A, I don't know. I mean, I mean again, but it's it's still their 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 thing for Netflix would be facing the same problem they have with the movies, which is their slate is already too full. Mm-hmm. Like if you're Marvel, what we were, I was saying last week or the week before when we were talking about it, you're already looking at successful films, something like Doctor Strange, and more than likely Black Panther, and more than likely Captain Marvel, right. That you want sequels for. Your slate is chalked. You've got an, an, a super Spider-Man mm-hmm. film. You're going to have a spec- second Spider-Man film. Yes. You know, Homecoming and then Prom, I guess. Um, <laughs> so you have two Spider-Man films. You have two Captain Marvel films still to, to do. Two Captain Black, Captain Black Panther. Uh, sure, whatever. He can be a captain in his own army, right? Black Panther films. You've got... You already have an Ant-Man sequel. You're going to have a Doctor Strange sequel somewhere. There's just no room for Inhumans. Right. Where you put it at the end of that slate already, the 2019, 2020 slate... You probably would have kept that in the quiver and going somewhere down the line, maybe, maybe, maybe we'll do this sort of film because we have all these properties we want to exploit first. And now, if they would think, we can do it on Netflix, we can do a shortened series, we can do a bigger book. Well, Netflix has sequels to all of the Mm -hmm. series that they're already already doing, doing... and you added Punisher. There continues to be rumor of something of adding like a Moon Knight or something, which I don't really think they do because I think it's too close to Punisher. To me, see, it feels well, like it would just be too much like a Punisher one. they talked one. about doing a Moon Knight for a long time. They talked about it, but in terms of if you're going to pick a Moon Knight or a Punisher, you're going to pick Punisher fact, they talked the about doing Moon Knight on what used to be I'd see ABC Moon Knight, Family. I'd see Moon Knight be in like the second season of Iron Fist. Sure. Because they have stories that are not completely dissimilar as to being avatars of some other force right. that goes to or whatever. And then maybe where you go. But... They t- they've talked about... Wasn't Jeff Loeb talking about doing a, a Hulk series? You wanted to do a Hulk series, wanted that's to do a not, Cloak that, and Dagger. That seems to be dead. Cloak and Dagger's dead. So all these type of TV series that they do that are not their Netflix slate mm-hmm. and not inexplicably an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. that's still on the air. And ABC's already said they want more shows from Marvel. But they don't. They've already canceled three of them. Two right. of them. Like, what, what, what do they want? We want more shows from Marvel, but we don't want something that's already connected to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Because... We dumped Carter. We didn't. We didn't renew Carter for three, and we didn't even. We passed on the pilot for Bobby and Hunter. It feels like from them they're going. If it's already in Agents of Shield, we don't want it. Sure, well, you've already shown the Inhumans in Agents of Shield. Now you haven't shown any of the characters anybody knows because you have Lightning Guy and Girl with Quills. Well, Quake. And I mean, Qu- yeah, but she's a character she's that they a- developed as their own first, and they're like, oh hey, she's Quake. Don't worry, she still sucks, but now she's Quake. Right. Here you and go. Quake was never really an inhuman character, anyways. Well, yes, she wasn't. She wasn't introduced as an inhuman. Right. She develops into you know. Oh, hey, she's an inhuman. She didn't blow up like the other interesting characters we had when they touched the little stone. Yes. Um. So yeah. Uh. Who knows? It, it seems ambitious, but again, like I said, when they put it on the slate. I would not be shocked. If and you're this talking. Didn't. You're talking with this. You're talking. Not only are you talking. I would not a, be shocked if this doesn't happen. You're not only that you're talking a full-on costume hero show, but you're also talking a combination of your Earthbound characters and your cosmic characters. I think the show would be 
if they follow Paul Jenkins' script for the Paul Jenkins, Jay Lee, Inhumans maxi series, then you have your royal court and you have brand new Inhumans, and Adelon is on Earth, right? Because I don't think they set it on the moon. No, Ad- uh, well, Adelon moves, and I think at one point. Well, no, in 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 the in that series, Adelon stays on Earth for almost the entire series, okay. and then they leave because they get attacked by the government, right? Um, not our government; they get attacked by. Because I think it's in South America, if I remember right. Anyway, um, again, I would not be shocked to not see this because this, the type of thing that they've done, and if you read that Inhuman series, and if you read the Inhuman series that are right now, it's a very at, at its base, it's sort of like Game of Thrones, is all these different characters that are vying mm-hmm. for a position of power within this royal court, and these side characters. In the case of the Paul Jenkins uh, story these new Inhumans that are trying to figure this out after they go through Terragenesis. So you have the Inhuman court, you have the new Inhumans. As they, and I think that's what the story they would try to do, but it would be expensive to me. But th- see, that's where because I the thing thinking. with the Inhumans also is most of the characters don't look human. Right. You have Black Bolt's always in a costume. Yes. You can get away with that. Medusa, Medusa, but Medusa needs, needs a CGI moving. hair. Okay. But other than that, almost all the other characters don't Lockjaw look human. Is a, Lockjaw is a gigantic, a gigantic dog. Uh, Gorgon looks human to a point. Yeah, until Gorgon he gets if he forms. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, well, Gorgon also, if you go from the waist up, yes, he's fine. Yeah. But he's got the hooves and yeah. you know he's got the the kind of horse on the bottom. Karnak has, has a costume, head. so I guess if you get through most of them, I think I'm thinking mostly the new Inhumans that are in it. You know, it was like a yeah. fish type creature, right. or Some of the other creature. Egg, All yeah. the Inhumans that well, they've most shown of the you see on Avalon will be like that. Yeah, most of the Inhumans you've already seen are are human looking. That you know, I'm an inhuman. I can shoot lightning out of my hands. I'm a bad I can guy. do fire. I can I'm, do... I have quills, and then I went to go do movies. So. Well, she was the only one that really was an inhuman looking. You know, transformed. Yeah, and Other stayed than... in that transforming state right. for any sort of uh, any sort of time. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's scheduled for next fall. The, yeah, you the can movie, schedule for next four all The movie scheduled, the, or not the movie, but the, the first two episodes that are going to be on IMAX are scheduled for the summer of 2017. Yeah, so we'll see. if they're going to do it, they need to get in production soon. Well, i got to tell you, it's a shame none of those uh, Harry Potter fans figured out what Fantastic Beasts was. <laughs> um, oh, wait, $75 million. I think they did. Well, we'll talk about that next week. Uh, but well, no, it's just kind of funny because I had more than one person was like, "I don't think it's going to do well because I don't think Harry Potter fans are going to go see it." Like, are you out of your mind, Brandon? Yeah, I was like, know, "What are you? What, you're that. out of your out of your mind." So, like, of course they're going to figure it out. I want to wrap that, the, and it's got a ninety percent on Rotten Tomatoes by the look of it. Uh, was it ninety or I thought it was oh, ninety eight? Oh, wow. Looks like okay. Google is still listing ninety. <laughs> Doctor but, Strange, five hundred seventy million dollars worldwide. Seventy six. But uh, no, Fantastic Beasts made a boatload of money. Uh, so, yeah. You knew it would. I mean, especially. <laughs> well, yeah. They, they, I don't know. Who yeah, the any... question, the, the the story I'm reading, the question wasn't will it open big. The question was how big will it open. It was just like it's not. It's not going to open. It's Harry also Potter big, but no. it's going to open big. It's a hundred million dollars isn't bad though. So they got nothing to sneeze at. Um. So the last thing we'll talk about real quick is Disney is in line to buy Netflix. How I mean, are any shows that are not owned by Disney going to all of a sudden disappear off of Netflix? Yep, that's what I told you when you first talked about this as a rumor. They buy their own streaming service, then everything that's non-Disney will leave. I mean, the only thing I could see out of this, they need to fill spots. So then you would see, you definitely see. They don't a couple need to Star fill, Wars. You don't need to fill spots. 
That's the thing. It becomes. It doesn't become Netflix anymore. It becomes Disney Flix. Right. Net Disney, and it's the Disney Vault, ABC shows, Star Wars, Indiana Jones, done. Young Indiana Jones, boom. Uh, Indiana was, Jones films, boom. To me, Star Wars, boom. If Clinton. I was Netflix, I would think this is a bad deal. Why? They're going to buy you. No, no, the customers. It's a bad deal. Yeah, the customers. The customers, customers that, yeah. And this is a company itself. This is what I've been talking yeah. about for two years. As the streaming service continue to fracture, you're going to see everyone have their own service, and you're going to end up paying the same thing that you're paying now for cable, uh-huh. the same thing that you're paying for internet, all the stuff. It's going to be 100 to $200 to get all the entertainment that you used to be able to get just having Hulu and Netflix. So do you think something like Amazon Prime is going to end up being a better deal then? Depends on where any of this stuff goes. You know, well, that's it, the thing. Yeah, if, if you have Universal sits there as as because Universal is so, a partner. Well, yeah, it's also just a, just doing just like a quick amount of research here. Most of this news comes from October, uh, but there's a couple articles just from the last week that keep saying, "Please stop spreading the rumor that yeah. Disney is going to buy Netflix." Because I, I think there doesn't seem to be any concrete, actual yeah. basis for the rumor. Yeah. Apart I, from the rumor comes from Disney signing a deal with them to be right. the exclusive home of anything, anything that they stream going right. forward, yes. mm-hmm. which makes a lot of sense. That's that's in terms of if you have a partnership with them. So we don't need our tinfoil hats just yet. This right. Because yeah. the, the partnership with them means that Netflix... Netflix exclusive gets, rights. Well, that's the thing. Netflix benefits because they don't have to pay for rights to get Daredevil and the stuff like that. Correct. Disney doesn't have to negotiate with anybody. Right. In order to find a streaming service with it, right. Netflix will pay Disney not necessarily to get the rights, but help with production costs. Yes, so that that new programming ends up on Netflix, and you move forward with other new programming. Yeah. Netflix has tons of new programming. Right, yeah, the current deal that Netflix has with Disney is really, really beneficial for the both of them because it's anything going forward. The, well, they, they automatically the, get anything at Disney. Zootopia, and, yeah, uh, Zootopia onward, which means Finding Dory should be out on Netflix very, very soon. Well, also, I thought that even like the classic. Disney movies are also going to start showing up that's, on there. See, too. That, that's yeah. where, somewhere down the road they probably will, but right road, now a lot of those have deals in other places. Yeah, so. but the beginning of the deal is simply anything going forward from a certain point. I think it was... Because uh, Epics was what kept a lot of the Marvel films off. Because yes. they made deal with Epics to have like Winter Soldier be exclusive or whatever. I mean, it wasn't that because I was on HBO, but... It, there was, I think, one of the Avengers. Well, no, they deals. had I think to go. The first they, Avengers was, or something like Iron that. Iron Man yeah. and all that. Iron Man, yeah, you could get Iron Man two on Netflix. It's like all the Phase One Man. movies. Yeah, yeah, but it's yeah. So basically, anything going forward from stuff last year, like uh, the, I think uh, Zootopia is already on there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Finding Dory. It, yeah. They'll do. They'll do a thing where it's you'll like start seeing the star, the newer Star Wars movies show up on there. But it'll be like two months after the yeah. the DVD release or the Blu-ray release. Yeah, or even longer. Well, I mean, I think it's the same deal of like whenever it shows up on uh paid cable basically the well, no, hbo like the because see stars is owned by disney as well mm-hmm. because that's where all the marvel films show up first well yeah no that's what i'm saying is it the the time frame is probably going to be the same as those because those don't show up until like two or three months after the dvd it's releases longer than that. is it yeah because usually the only way that you can have when you're selling the dvd to a company like target Targeting going to buy it if it's going to show up on Netflix or Stars immediately. Right. I mean, millions of years ago, when I worked in an audiobook store, we used to get that trade magazine, and it was mostly geared towards video stores. And the in-house ads for you know the trade ads were such a film was released on video cassette. That's how long ago this was. But in the trade ad was will not show up on HBO for eighteen months until after mm-hmm. release. Mm-hmm. Will not show up in Mexico until 
15 months after release or whatever so that people wouldn't be buying it in cheaper places or whatever. Right. That was a big thing. So it's the same thing here. Like so if you're, if you're Target, if, if, if you're telling Target it's going to be on – Episode 7 is going to be on Stars the same day as, as the DVD release, Target's not going to buy it for right. the type of money that, that Disney would want it's for like, it. It's like what's the point because nobody's going to yes. buy it. Not yeah. nobody, but you're, you're hurting your own market. Right? Yes. Because you've got it in a place, especially with the advent of DVRs, how easy it is to just take movies off of your paid cable service mm-hmm. and leave it on your DVR to be able to just watch whenever you want versus buying the DVD and getting the digital code and doing pretty much the same thing, but at least you bought the DVD. Right. And the one thing that you don't get with the, on HBO and Stars is you don't get the bonus edition, uh, the bonus no, but I think the, and the bulk of people don't give a crap. Right. I mean, it, we're but the, the digital copy, the digital copies come with all this. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so anything else anybody got? Nope. No. So we need to wrap things up so we get to Walking Dead. So make sure you check us out on Facebook.com slash Nerdables. We're also on Twitter at Nerdable Show, and we are on Instagram as Nerdables. So for Chris, Sebastian, Mikey, Ethan, I'm R.A. saying we'll talk to you next week.